0: In 1974, the NFL introduced a single sudden death overtime period for all games that were tied at the end of regulation. 17, 3.4% of them ended in ties. That is the year of 1974 and 2011. 37-year span, we've seen 17 overtime games and 3.4% went into a tie. Fast forward to 2012. Between 2012 and 16, the league instituted a modified Sunday overtime system. 80 In that five years, we've seen 83 overtime games, five of which ended in a tie, making that now 6% chance we will see a tie. Fast forward a year later, alone, the NFL shortened. The NFL didn't now... Shorten overtime from 15 minutes to 10 minutes was basically guaranteed overtime, honestly, if you ask me. In a year alone, we've seen 62 overtime games, five ended in ties, which now make it an 8% chance. So from 2018 to right now, I'm sure it's been hell over 62 overtime games. I'm sure of that. The NFL is not doing anything right now but guaranteeing us overtime games in the next 5-10 years. Not only overtime games, but ties. More ties. And we know ties really don't do nothing. The reason I brought this story up because not only that's one of my biggest pet pee in the NFL, because it takes the fun out of the coin flip. It really does it really takes the fun, excitement out of it because it makes it more important knowing in those 37 years, the first team scores wins, which means the first team that get the ball could potentially win the game off of a touchdown or a field goal. Vice versa of the defense pick six, we've seen in the past fumble recovery for a touchdown or fumble recovery for a field goal for the opposite team. We've seen those in the past, but one the reason, the main reason why I brought this up is because the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Detroit Lions, which is team two teams, are accustomed with. Having ties, the Pittsburgh Steelers could have been on top of their division if they would have won. Just think about that for a second. They would have been on top of their division if they would have won the game. But yet, it ended in a tie. Just imagine if you were a player in that locker room knowing that you could have been on top of your division which was they was on a bottom weeks ago. Now you second. But you missed the opportunity. Well, I really can't blame them. I blame the NFL more than them. Not only did you change the rules over time, you shortened from 15 to 10, which means you want to see the overtime game. There's no reason to change the 15-minute to 10. I just don't get their point. But... My point exactly is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Just let that sink in, guys. The Pittsburgh Steelers is 5-3-1. They could have been on top of their division if they would have won the game. Let that sink in. Unbelievable. Let's start the show. Coming up on this episode of Sports Talker Marcel, we recap an intriguing week 10 of this NFL season and pick week 11 games. And is it time for Damian Leonard to request a trade from the Portland Trailblazers? MLB News, best and worst, and we also recap an exciting cottage football this past weekend and preview this weekend games. And who is the biggest threat to number one Georgia Bulldogs? This day in sports history and more, right now on Sports Talk Marcel. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the latest edition of Sports Talk Marcel. Thank you guys for joining me for another great episode. This is episode 61 on this beautiful Tuesday, November 16th, 2021. Um, hope you guys had a tremendous weekend, tremendous week having a tremendous day. And as we get closer to the Thanksgivings holiday, I know you guys excited. I know I, I I'm excited myself, so I know you guys excited. but as always, I'm thankful for having you guys here with me. Thanks for all the love and support. We have not so much to get into. Of course, NFL. We're going to talk about what happened last night. We're going to talk about the NBA, and it's it's it's, it's so much going on in the NBA. We definitely going to touch on that. Um, I have some MLB news. This day in sports history: a tremendous college football, intriguing, not intriguing, exciting um, college football this past weekend. A couple of upsets we've seen, and of course, we're going to get into that. And of course, this day in sports history and the best and worst. But unfortunately, right now, we gonna start off the show with sad news out of MLB. Um, Julio Lugo, the Dominican-born shortstop, has who played seven, who has played for seven major league teams and won a World Series ring with the Boston Red Sox, has unfortunately passed away. His former team said. Um, Monday, yesterday. In a tweet, the Red Sox offered a to Longo family. No cause of death was given for Longo, who would have turned 46 on today. That is unbelievable. Really, really unbelievable. The native of Dominican Republic was drafted by the Houston Nationals in 2000, according to MLB.com. His 12-year career also stints with the Tampa Bay Rays, the Los Angeles Dodgers, the Red Sox, the St. Louis Cardinals, the Baltimore Orioles, and the uh, Champs, the Atlanta Braves. In his um, 1,352 career games, Longo batted 269 with a 716 OPS. He hit 80 home runs and had a 198, hit 198 stolen bases. Um, the Rays said they were saddened um, to hear of the of his passing. While the Orioles and the Cardinals offered a condolence to his family and friends, uh, former players also weighed in to remember Longo. Uh, Will, Will Mil- Middlebrook, a former Red Sox third baseman, said he met Longo during spring training in 2008 with the minor league um, Lowry Lowry Spinners. He spent um, some time with us. Um, young kids and Fort Myers doing a, a rehab excitement. He taught us a lot about infield routines and how to be a professional, he tweeted. Outfielder Josh Reddick tweeted that Longo helped him early in his career with my routines and to stick with it regardless of the outcome. Very unfortunate for the MLB community. Very unfortunate to those organizations who lost a tremendous great player. And I'm sure I'm sure he he was a tremendous player. I remember um times I used to, you know, watch those. I I, I remember clearly of that Royal Series when he laid down that butt against the um Colorado, Colorado um Colorado Colorado Rockies in that um Real Series game. Just a tremendous, you know, overall tremendous good dude, tremendous role model, tremendous player. Like they said, man, the dude taught him how to routines and just, you know, you know, just keep grinding, never, you know always give it your best when no matter what the outcome is. So, it's very unfortunate. The guy would have been 46 today, so I'm sure he was, uh, he will be missed. So, for me, to his family, Longo family, we uh, we are sad that you're lost and we are, we pray for you and, you know, um, uplift you in any way as possible. Um, Very, very, very unfortunate situation. So, with that said, we're going to get into the NFL. Um we're going to start off with how we begin a week 10 of the NFL last week in, a, in, in another game where I, I I don't mean I don't mean to be um you know shady, you know some player people will call it player hating or whatever. But Lamar Jackson the way he's the way he have been playing this season has been, you know, straight out embarrassing, honestly, to his organization. As a as a former MVP, the best you can do is give your team ten points. As a former MVP, they go to Miami and lose twenty-two to ten. Twenty-two to ten. Jacoby Brisquet can't um um, I believe he came in for tour. Um, I don't know who started. I think um Jacoby Brissett started, eleven of twenty three hundred and fifty six yards. He went out. Tua came in eight eight of thirteen hundred and fifty six yards. But that wasn't nothing near to what happened to the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson. 26 to 43, 236 yards, one touchdown, and one inception again. The Baltimore Ravens, I don't even know why people even consider them a sleeper to me personally. Because if you ask me, they are one, uh, the one good team, but beyond the Kansas City Chiefs, they are beyond a team that are good and they have a couple of bad, uh, bad weeks. They are so inconsistent. So inconsistent. They are underachieving. You let the team like this come out and just annihilate you. Annihilate you. Two for fourteen on the ground. Two for fourteen on third down. Not a, not a, not not many games you will win. Two for fourteen on third down. So Miami didn't turn the ball over not one time. They got out the they got out the Lamar um, Jackson, the way he's playing, man, it's just it's just really mind blowing to me how he's playing. And people up here send that send up here saying he MVP, a candidate for MVP. He's nowhere near the conversation MVP, not even in the top five nor top ten maybe a little bit top maybe he cracked the top 10 but nowhere near the top three nowhere near he is playing absolutely poorly very very poorly how could you go on a row on a Thursday night I know it's a short week but a team like this you supposed to be in and, and, tr- and, pl- and, tr- and trust me it's a lot of other teams that had trap games Sunday they had some trap games someday. We'll get into it, but there is no way Baltimore go to Miami and lose like the way they did. That's just it's un, just unacceptable. Unacceptable. I'll tell you this right now, and this is my personal opinion. If I was running this organization and if this team don't win Super Bowl or get closer get closer deep in the postseason, I'm I'm firing um John Harbaugh. I am firing him. There is no way. You have all of this good talent. And it's going to waste. It's me personally, it's going to waste. New Orleans Saints lose to the Tennessee Titans. 23 to 21. Um Ryan Tannehill, 19 of 27. 213, 213 yards, one touchdown. Um, this dude, um, Marcus Johnson went off. Five receptions, 100 yards. And I, I I don't know what's going on with New Orleans Saints. They, they, they defense have been, you know, been horrible the last couple of weeks. Trevor Simeon, 19-34, 298 yards, two sides down. It's not him. It is not the QB play. He's making the right plays. He's not turning the ball over. He is not turning the ball over. They got out of the Saints. That defense of Tennessee Titans—they are something special. For the last two, three weeks, they have been coming to play. They are very—they uh, are so as a number one team, and I can't believe I'm saying this. They are very under the—they are a sleeper. I don't know what it is about this team, but it to me personally, I can honestly see them making it getting to the Super Bowl. Even though my pick, I'm still riding with the Bills. They are playing good football right now. Good football right now. Good football right now. I I really don't. I really. I really don't see no I, that division there is already. I don't even think they. No, I don't. Nobody else will. Nobody else will compete for that division with them. Speaking of the Buffalo Bills, they go to New York York and, you know, take care of business, 45 to 17. I'm still not impressed. I'm still not impressed. I am not impressed because Josh Allen threw the ball. He threw an interception. I know it's small, but to a New York Jets team that is horrible, 21 of 28, Josh Allen, 366 yards, two times out, and, then of course, that interception. No, 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 no. Defense played absolutely good. They forced Mike White four interceptions. This dude was just the next comment of Joe Namath weeks ago. Now he just, you know, he came back down to earth. This is the New York Jets you're you playing for. 24-44, 251 yards, and, of course, he couldn't do absolutely nothing. He couldn't do absolutely nothing. They turned the ball over five times. Straight horrible on third down. 3 of 10, 3 of um, 13, 1 of 2 of fourth. They couldn't do, they couldn't do absolutely nothing. They destroyed the New York Jets. The Buffalo Bills destroyed New York Jets on the ground. 137 to um 70. This guy singletary, if, he, if they if they get him more involved into more involved in a run game, I think there would be a very dangerous scene. A very dangerous scene. A game that they were supposed to win, and I'm happy, I am so happy to see them dominate like they did. Now, the game we all wish we can take back the overtime, the over, the only overtime, the tie game 16 all. Do I really, do, do I really should, should I really have to explain this game to you guys? This game was sloppy in the rain and snow. You know, Big Ben didn't um, play because he had, he, uh, he on the COVID list. But this game was just straight, straight up awful. I saw the overtime, the entire overtime. And it was just. It was hard to watch. It really was hard to watch. Cause you didn't even know. You didn't even know. Any team could have won, to be honest with you. But the way they played. And it's overtime game. You act up. You really probably you probably would have thought these teams want to end the game in overtime because they were just making dumb like play calling was just horrible. Detroit, horrible play calling. Pittsburgh fumbled the ball. with, I believe like six seconds to go in overtime. It's like these two teams really was playing for a tie. It what it seemed like to me it really seemed like they was playing for a tie to me. Sloppy with the ball. Getting sacked, fumbling the ball. It was it was just probably the worst overtime game I ever seen. If not the worst in NFL history. It's like these, I don't even want to go over the stats because it's pointless. The, no, nobody won nobody won uh, 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 just a game that you just throw away I, I I promise you the NFL really need to you know think about changing the overtimes either back to the traditional ones or you know come up with something better than this because there is no way two teams have possession of the football and nobody wants to score I just don't understand. I just don't understand. I don't get it. Two teams hit the football. Least, I believe they hit the ball at least twice a piece, and nobody wanted to score. Lions missed field goal. Steelers had um had a chance, but they got sacked on. Made it like twenty um, third and twenty something. And, of course, they fumbled the ball in like six seconds left. It, it, this game was just pointless to me. It really was. The Jacksonville Jaguars put up a fight against the United States Coast, but they lose 23-17. to 17. As Carson Wentz seemed like he getting a groove, to, um, not 22 of 3,480 yards on the ground. But we know. The only thing the Colts need is a run game, and Jonathan Taylor have been providing it this year alone. 21 carries, 116 yards. It seems like he run a ball over 100. They're going to win, guarantee. No matter what the score is. Trevor Lawrence, 16 of 37, 167 yards. It's very good that he's learning how to play by not turning the ball over. By not turning the ball over. The Jaguars out outrushed the um Colts, but still they couldn't get it done on third down, five or thirteen. And of course, that fumble loss, they um turned the ball over. It, it's just very, it's just it's just the building process for the Jaguars. I believe they'll be a good, good team, good pe- competitive team, but to be a dangerous team, they very far a contender, definitely years from now. Years. I can't even say I can't even put a number on it. I just know for sure they are a team that it could be and it, it, it maybe could be a very competitive team in the years to come. The upset of the day, well, I wouldn't even say up the day, but man, the Washington football team came out like they was... On another level than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I, I don't know what it was. Tampa Bay Buccaneers lose to a, a team that they supposed to beat. And they, they dropped two straight. Tyler Haneke, two, um, 26, um 26 or 37. I mean, 26 or 32. 256 yards once it's down. They just... Straight out, I'll play these boys. I'm um, Antonio Gibson, 24 carries, 64 yards, two touchdowns on the ground. Tom Blady, two interceptions in the first quarter. This is not a GOAT level. Not, not even a GOAT level. That's, that's that's something he shouldn't be ne- ever be doing or being accused of doing. He threw two interceptions in the first quarter 23 or 34, 202 yards, two touchdowns. Two interceptions in the first quarters, and this game was just doomed from the start for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They have no run game. They defense awful. Four ten on on third down. It's it, it, they they was just all over the place, man. 20, 20 and twenty fifty two on the time of possession. Come on now, that's nowhere near Tampa Bay. They, they everyone is really picking them to win the Super Bowl. I I'm I, I, I beg to differ I'm just not sold on them yet if that defense I know it's health but like they say in every sport next man up that defense is horrible they are really horrible a game that I didn't expect to happen not game but score the New England Patriots just blow out the Cleveland Browns 45 to 7. Mac Jones 19 to 23 193 yards and 3 touchdowns. Baker Mayfield had a horrible day. Horrible. 11 to 21 only 73 yards. One touchdown and one interception. I, I I I don't know what to say about this Cleveland Browns team. Everyone picking his team to go to the Super Bowl. Every, every, everybody was Everybody, including me, was picking the team to win the division. Everybody, and it's just teams just just find a way to lose. It's really find a way to lose. Um, it's very, it's very strange how Baker Mayfield cannot win you a game without Nick Chubb. I know it's not just me. I'm starting to see that. Every time Nick Chubb out, they lose. Rushing on the ground, 184 for the Patriots to the Cleveland Browns, 99. They can do absolutely nothing on third down. One of 11 for the Browns. My God, they 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 was just trash. Defense got at them all day. They turned the ball. The Cleveland Browns turned the ball over. could at the quarterback. They didn't even really have the ball on to even score. Nothing but seven points. Nothing but seven points. I- I'm telling you right now, if the Pedro gets into the playoff, they can, upset, uh, they can upset the team. This is gonna be a very unpredictable postseason in the NFL this year alone. Very unpredictable. The Atlanta Falcons go to Dallas and get blew out. 43 to 3. There's nothing else I can really say. It- it's nothing. <laughs> if-, if you didn't expect this, something wrong with you. There's no way they lose the way they lose to the Denver last week and not come back and do this to the Atlanta Falcons. Beating the teams, you're supposed to beat. They did not only deme- beat them, they demolished them. Dak Prescott had a tremendous game, 24 30-1, 296 yards, two touchdowns. This guy, CeeDee Lamb, is something special. Six receptions, 94 yards, but the two touchdowns came... Came, came, came. Ezekiel had 14 carries, 41 yards and two touchdowns. This team was just unstoppable. They just demolished the Atlanta Falcons. Matt Ryan, two interceptions, nine of 21. 117 yards. It's so unlike him, but, man, they couldn't do absolutely nothing. The Atlanta Falcons can do absolutely nothing. One of 11 on third down, 0 for 2 on fourth. What do you expect when you turn the ball over three times and only have a time of possession of 22-19? You're not going to win a lot of games. You're not. Dallas looking like a a legit Super Bowl team to me personally. But, man, do they got a test next week. Man, do they have a test next week. That's the game I'm really looking forward to. And we will pick that game. We will go over that game, um, um, Dallas and Kansas City. Next week, Cam Newton is back as the Carolina Panthers defeat the Arizona Cardinals the second time without um, Kyler Murray. Um, Phil Walker, come in, do what he do. Twenty-two, 22 of twenty-nine hundred and sixty-seven yards, one interception. But man, who cares about him? We know it was all about Cam Newton that day. It was all about Cam Newton that day. He came out. Did what he did. I mean, it was just – it was such – it's such a good thing. It, it, it seemed like it was just no other team that he really needed to be with but the team that drafted him. And, and It's so ironic that 2011, when he got drafted to the Carolina Panthers, fast forward back, fast forward 10 years from um, 2011, 2021, he's back with the team that drafted him. It just seemed like it was meant to be me, to me personally. It didn't work in New England. It wasn't going to work anywhere else, but the team that drafted you. Cole McCoy, 10 eleven of 20, 107 yards, one interception. I don't know what's going on with Kyler Murray, but he needs to hurry up back because this team is slowly, slowly on a um finding a way to lose games. They are finding a way to lose games. And it's just, it's just um, it's just unbearable. It's really unbearable to watch. The Minnesota Vikings go to L.A. and take care of the Chargers. Kirk Cousins, 25 of 37, 294 yards, two touchdowns. Devin Cook, 24 of 90, 24 carries, 94 yards, and a touchdown. Justin Herbert, 20 of 34, 195 yards, one touchdown, one interception. These dudes scored three points. Outscored. They got outscored in the um, second half. 14 to 10. But it's not even a big story. The big story is what I said last week. The Los Angeles Chargers are so inconsistent. So inconsistent. This team can have win. They are up and down team. Win-lose, win, lose, win, lose. And that's just gonna happen in the NFL. If you if you want to be a legit team, you cannot have a win lose up and up, up and down every week. Up and down every week, up and down every week. They'll lose two and win one then lose another one or win two or win three and lose two like this team is just so inconsistent oh my God I don't I don't know I don't know who the, it's, it' I would t- I would I would blame it on the defense if you ask me the defense is horrible Russell Wilson returned to Green Bay and lose again 17 to0. A game where Aaron Rodgers, we seen Aaron Rodgers throw for twenty three, of thirty seven, a hundred, um uh, two hundred and ninety two yards and a one interception. That was it. it was a, it was just the it was just a, a basic interception. Russell Wilson, twenty of 40, 161 yards, two interceptions. I don't know why I even picked um 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 Seahawks to win. I might if Aaron Rodgers played or not because I, I forgot to I forgot that Seahawks haven't won in a long time. In a very long time. But see seattles they came out, they came out so flat. They they couldn't do absolutely nothing. Especially in that in that first half, they they ended the drive, Um they had a chance to get three points, but they got sacked. Russell Wilson got sacked. And got, you know, sacked out of field goal range. So it was just it was just a lot of miscues on that game. A lot of a lot of miscues on the game. The Philadelphia Eagles take care of the Denver Broncos. Jalen Hurts, sixteen of 108 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, and a thirty to a thirty to thirteen victory over the Denver Broncos. Teddy Bridgewater, twenty two of thirty six, two hundred and twenty six yards. But it wasn't that wasn't the reason why they won. They lost. They got outrushed two hundred and fourteen to ninety six yards. There's no way you're gonna win. You get rushed. You get out rushed almost two hundred yards. There's no way you're going to win. Had the ball for only 25 minutes and two seconds for the Denver Broncos. No way you're going to be the, um. no way you're going to be anything with those kind of, with, no, no, with those kind of stats, no way. The Kansas City Chiefs go going to visit the Las Vegas Raiders. And, man, did we see the old version of Patrick Mahomes. Didn't turn the ball over at all 35 or 50, 406 yards, five touchdowns. Derek Carr. I really think he needs to look elsewhere to go because there's no way you in position. This team started the season 3-0. and Three and zero, nine eight five and four. Just, just do the, do your simple math. Do your simple math. Five and four. They was on top of the division at once. Now they look like they are on bottom of the division. They required 25 twenty five or 25 or thirty five, two hundred sixty one yards, two touchdowns, one interception. This team is just. I, I don't. I don't know what to say about the Raiders. I just don't know. They don't have a good defense. Deshaun Jackson go there. I don't even know why he go there. I, you going, You trying to go to a contender or uh, a team that's in still rebuilding mode? I just don't get these guys' choices of teams. I can understand if this is the only team that wanted you. Yeah, I can understand that. But when you released, you have an option. It's 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 really crazy how these guys. And we're going to get to another one that picked teams. Right after this, This Day in Sports. It is now time for This Day in Sports History. In 1962, San Francisco Warriors center Wilt Chamberlain scored 73 points in a 127-111 win Of the New York Knicks at Madison Square Garden in 1974, the Milwaukee Bucks lose their 11th straight NBA game, was both at the time a team breaker. In 1980, the Tampa Bay Buccaneer quarterback Doug Williams stole for 486 yards, and in 1997, the 47th NASCAR Sprint Cup, Jeff Gordon wins. This has been This Day in Sports History. That was This Day in Sports History. And finally, last night, we seen an embarrassment from the LA Rams as they lose in horrible fashion, um, 31 to 10 against the 49ers Jimmy Garoppolo had a had a decent game 15 of 19 182 yards 12 touchdowns but man did Debo Samuel he was a man beyond beyond boys five receptions 90, 97 yards um and one touchdown he also had a touchdown rushing 5 of 36 for one touchdown also 49ers embarrassed these boys. It is it, just simply put, the Rams couldn't do absolutely nothing. Just imagine that this game was even, and if this game was in L.A., it'd be even worse. Because it's no way you come out on Monday Night Football and you lose to a team in your division that you're supposed to beat. Like I, I, I promise you. I couldn't, be- I couldn't believe it. The Rams can do absolutely nothing. Draw passes, um, interceptions. Matthew Stafford was throwing another pick six. First time in his career, he threw back-to-back games. First quarter, two interceptions. Odell Beckham, another guy that is just. I don't even know what to say about this, dude. You leave organization from Cleveland Browns to organization to like the Rams. I just, just, like I said with the Deshaun Jackson, I just don't understand how these guys. See, his biggest problem is he wants the ball. Probably a little bit too much. But if you go to a team that's already loaded offensively, What makes you think you're going to get the ball most of the time? Let me tell y'all a little bit about Odell Beckham. And this is my personal opinion. This dude, is he got very, very popular off one play. And that was that one-handed catch against the Dallas Cowboys years ago. Since that happened, he have been a no-show. He's not productive at all. Another guy. And me, and I, know, I know it ain't just me, but he's a drama queen, if you ask me. He's a drama queen. I just don't see him fitting there either. I just don't. I don't see him fitting there. It's just not a good a good fit for you. Probably the Bears would have getting a of good fit. The um Patriots or another team, but to go to a team that's already loaded that's just show me what your true intentions is. It's all everybody want to win Super Bowl to force yourself. Like it's not really, it's not a really, it's it's never going to be about you. But man, the Rams getting straight embarrassed on Monday Night Football, straight a democle. They can do absolutely nothing. And teams picking this team, I I picked them to win, I even picked them to go Super Bowl. I'm starting to second-guess that now. You cannot beat a team like this. It's a problem. It's really a problem. College football. We've seen some very exciting games this past college football weekend. NCU gave Pittsburgh a good fight, but they come up short 30-23 to in overtime. Cincinnati They dropped to number 3 and you won't believe who number 2 is. They go take a wild guess. The Crimson Tide of course. Alabama Crimson Tide is number 2. Well, I will get to that in a minute in a second. Cincinnati defeated South Florida 45 to 28. Another tremendous game by Oklahoma. And Baylor Oklahoma is was the number 14 see this this is what I don't get about college football is it's it's, it's it's I mean let me get over these games real quick okay beta upset Oklahoma 27-14 Wisconsin defeat um just blow out Northwestern 35 to 7 um Alabama 59 to three New Mexico State didn't have really a chance Michigan had a tremendous showing against Penn State they win 21 to 17. Houston take care of temple 37 to eight Utah take care of Arizona it seems like Utah always be Arizona Arizona I, I don't know why 34 35 um, 38 to 29 the uh, Minnesota um put up a good fight against Iowa they lose 27 to 22 um Louisiana Troy, 35 to 21. Purdue, they thought people really thought they was going to upset Oklahoma State. No way. They lay win big 59 to 31. Michigan State take care of Maryland 40 to 21. And the, and the game of the weekend was Ole Miss and Texas AM. Ole Miss Outlasted them 29. 20 um 29 to 19. Notre Dame take care of Virginia. 28. To three, Arkansas take care of LSU in overtime 16 13. Very competitive game. NC State lose about three points to uh, Wake Forest 45 to 42. Um, Oklahoma State blow out TCU 63 17. And San Diego State take care of Nevada 23 to 21. And Oregon take care of Washington State. A very competitive game 38 24. Now, hey, let me let me get to this. Let me get to this because this is something that's really, really, really irked irk me. It really, it really frustrated me to the point where the NCAA—no, no—I'm not going to say NCAA. Cottage football—they, they. Well, what's the best way I can put this in a more respectable manner? They are very Wonka throughs group of committees. Now, everybody know how, and, and it's not, you know, knocking Alabama. They are a tremendous team, tremendous organization. I love Alabama. I love Nick Saban. But man, with some years, they be favorite, they have people show them a lot of favoritism. If you Especially this year alone. They are the only team, well, not now, but it is only two teams in the top four with a loss, and that's them and Oregon. Now, let me tell you, Alabama last week was the only team in the top four with a loss. You have Georgia number one, you have Cincinnati two, they dropped a three, and you had um, I believe it was, oh, o- o- Oklahoma. Yeah, it was Oklahoma at number four. But I- I'm just not understanding this. So you telling me, Oregon? I mean, um, Oklahoma can be number four, but they lose a a, a close game to a Baylor and they drop to twelve. That is unbelievable. That is really unbelievable. There is no way they should be number 12 when they have been good most of the year. Most of the year, by record alone. I'm just not understanding the committee. What 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 do they do what how do you rank these teams? It's not, some say, I know for sure it's schedule, who you play, when you play, all of this. Georgia is a legit number one. I'm not arguing that at all. But you have Alabama at number two? When Cincinnati is, and and I said this last week, Cincinnati to me is not a legit number two team. Cause they really haven't been really beating people the way they supposed to be as a number two team. But they win it. And that's the best. That's the best. that's 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 all you really have to do. But I'm just not feeling the favoritism of Alabama this year. There's no way they suppo- there's no way they're supposed to be in the top four, not even top two. And they lost one game where that one game Came to Texas and m where they was again dominated the entire game. No way, there is no way that that supposed to be happening. It's just it's just unbelievable. It really is unbelievable. We're gonna to get to college hoops. Last night, we seen some tr- very tremendous games. Uh, a, a game that, well, um, Illinois, they blow, they blow a game w- against um, Marquette. Turn the ball over two times in the last 30 seconds. They lose 67 to uh, 66 to Marquette. Um, Nicholas State lose to Baylor. Champs, the Champs take care of business, 89 to 60. Bowling Green lose big to Ohio State. Buckeyes. 89 to 58. Um, Alcorn State get demolished by Gonzaga, 84. And Long Beach State get take, lose by 20, 21, lose by three touchdowns against the um, UCLA Bruins. Tonight's uh, basketball games. You got Howard uh, Villanova, uh, Mount Saint Mary's go to Kentucky. You have um, Wright State go to Purdue, South Alabama and Alabama, Garner Webb and Duke, Virginia and Houston, St. Louis and Memphis, Staten Hall and Michigan should be a tremendous game. UCLA, UC, um, UNC against Charleston, Charleston and. Those tomorrow, I believe those tomorrow. Yeah, those tomorrow games, and you have um, Wednesday games. You have a, a couple of good ones. Um, Central A and R and Baylor, North North um, Northern Colorado and Texas. the game, North Florida and UCLA, North Northern Iowa, in um, and Arkansas, Arkansas, and Thursday. We have another games of uh, another set of tremendous games, Milwaukee and Florida, um, um, Stony Brook and Kansas and of course Ohio State and Xavier. Should be all tremendous games. Um, uh, we're gonna go to the NBA. Well, we seen some tremendous games last night. And we're gonna talk about Damon Litter in one second. Um, um NBA games last night, well, a, a couple of games. Um Detroit lose be I don't know what it is about Detroit but man it seems like every year they just have a down a down year. They lose um to the Sacramento Kings 129 to 107 behind Buddy Hill 22 points. And the Washington Wizards are very a good team. They are a hor- they are a very good team. They beat the New Orleans Pelicans 105 to 100 behind special day Willie in 27 points. That team is playing phenomenal with the additions of um the uh former Lakers players KCP of course Harold and of course um Kyle Kuzma. Boston go to Cleveland, you know. Um Boston is really having a tough year. And, and I'm really starting to think maybe they should consider trading um Jalen Brown. I don't think I don't think he's a good fit with um justin um Jason Tatum um for the future for the future. speaking of the future um, uh, Marcus Smart, a tremendous player, but they should think about really getting rid of him. Um, he's done as much as he could there, but they defeat the Cleveland Cavaliers last night behind Jason Tatum, 23 points. The New York Knicks take care of the Indiana Pacers. Very, very exciting game um, in the um, last couple of minutes. They take care of Indiana Pacers, 92-84 to 84, behind Kimmel Walker, 16 points. Orlando lose to um Atlanta one twenty nine to one eleven Trey Young twenty three and of course John Collins twenty three a piece. Denver and Dallas da- Dallas defeat the um Denver um uh, Nuggets one eleven to one oh six behind Kristus Prisingus um twenty nine points and eleven boards. De- it was a injury uh, to Luca. Um uh, more uh, um more news will be coming at a later date about what he suffered last night. Miami and OKC. Miami take care of OKC. Beat them at 13, 103 to 90. Behind Tyler Hero, 26 points. Phoenix and Minnesota. Phoenix are very, they are becoming a very underrated, under under the radar team. No one really talking about them since they lost their finals. Um they beat Minnesota 99 to 96 behind Devin Booker, 29 points. Houston and Memphis. Memphis take care of them. 136 to 102 behind John Moran, 22 points. And Portland and Portland take care of Toronto behind CJ him twenty nine points as they win um twenty on uh, one eighteen to one thirteen and of course the LA Lakers lose um to my Chicago Bulls behind Demar in thirty eight points, um, Lonzo Ball dropped twenty seven, hit him seven boards, eighty six, and of course Zach Levine did his thing twenty six points, five boards, and five assists. Damian Leonard. High side of 2020 might even, but even then, sometimes people just don't want to see what's right in front of them. On Sunday night, the Portland Trail Blazers dropped to six and eight after falling to the Nuggets in Denver by 29 points, as they were without their service of Damon Leonard, who was out with an injury, with an ab injury. Getting off to a slow start under rookie head coach Chauncey Bellum, which I absolutely love as a coach, but I don't think it was a good fit there. Isn't the issue here? And neither did the fact later held, held out due to um, pre, um, pre-injuries, you know, injuries, um, precautions. The 29-point loss isn't something um, huge either. This is the NBA. Blowouts happen. However, you can't put it all together to add that the fact that the Trailblazer front office is a complete garbage mess. It starts become it starts it, it, it starts to become clear that maybe this isn't the franchise that litter should have committed to. He said last month, I'm not leaving Portland. Advising is to hit. Um, there's going to be tough times. So if it starts off rocky or starts out as a struggle, I, I won't be happy about it. Nobody would. But I'm not going to jump ship and bail out when did happen First, Portland lost to the first round Of the playoff last season to the Nuggets Despite Litter averaging 34.3 A tremendous series He had 10 assists, 10.2 assists And 4.3 rebounds Per game This was able, also the series Litter had 55 points, 10 assists And 6 rebounds With a shooting of 17 And um shooting of um, 17 of 24 From the field and 12 of 17 From the three point line and a double overtime win in Denver second later got caught up in the first side of the decision to hire Billups, who post um, who passed rape allegations calls uh came up during the process the team did not did a really good really did a really bad job at having that situation wouldn't allow Billups to answer questions about it and introducely in the intro, introduction we, Introduction on um, press conference, and according to reports, don't didn't contact his, his uh, uh, accuser. Third, little won a gold medal in uh Olympics on a team that was one of the most forgettable squads we've seen in the games. Pro were allowed. Okay, a lot of a other. A lot, a lot, a lot, a this is what my this is my, my this is my personal opinion about the situation. I really think Damon Litter like deserves better. I really do. Um, I, I really, really do. And I think he should consider leaving. I really do. I I will really consider leaving. This team is not getting any better. I don't think he, he's a good match with the um with CJ McCollum. They did what they did last year or the year before. And the year that they was in a bubble was that was it was a good chance for them to win. They just couldn't they just couldn't um get over the LA Lakers. They had they won the game one and after that they went they went again. So I just think it's time for him to stop, you know, playing the – he's not playing a victim, but, you know, at some point you have to be vocal about your career. It's your career. This is your franchise. If it's not getting better there, he will think about looking elsewhere. Not to form a a, a, a super team or whatnot of, you know, everybody feel like that's what he want to do, but I personally don't think it's just a team where you can continue What because right now, who can honestly say the Portland Trailblazers is a contender? Well, all the talent in the West, no, no way, not even in the top five. So, that just shows that just goes to show you that even if they were not not in the top five, they're gonna get a matchup that they don't want to see. The first top, the first, the the top, the top three teams, and no one in the either conference want to see the top three teams. We had some um upsets in the past, but. Upsets rarely happen nowadays. It really do, in the playoff, it rarely happen. It really do, and we know injuries play a part of that. So it's not a upset if the injuries play a part of it. So it's just, it's just, it's just, I just think it's time for him to just look elsewhere. Is no really, um, is not nothing good going to come out of this situation of you staying there. So I would look elsewhere if I was him. NHL. We seen only two games last night. The New Orleans Islanders head to the Tampa um get um beat by Tampa Bay Lightning. 4-1 Detroit um get the um get beat by two um five to three over these um Columbia Blue Jackets. Tonight's NHL game cavalry travel to Philadelphia, to play the Fires New Um the New Orleans Islanders, remain in Florida to play the Florida Panthers, um Buffalo Sabres and Pittsburgh um Penguins. Nashville Predator travels to Toronto to play the Maple Leafs. Ottawa Senators are in New Jersey to face the Devils. Montreal is in New York City tonight as they go against the Rangers. San Jose Sharks travel to Minnesota and play the Wild. And Arizona Coyotes go travel to St. Louis to play the Blues. Edmonton is in Winnipeg to play the Jets. Detroit Red Wings go to Texas to play the Dallas Stars. Washington is in California to play the Indian High Ducks. And Carolina, um Carolina Hurricane, the best team in the league, are in is in Vegas as they play the Golden Knights. Wednesday night games, Colorado and, Va- and Vancouver, the Cle, um Chicago Blackhawks and the Seattle Kraken, And Washington Um and the LA remain the Washington Capitals are still in um California to play the Kings. This weekend, college football games. Let's, get, let's pull it up. Um, Memphis and Houston get get um play Friday night. San Diego, uh, another um another team play on um, Friday night is San Diego State and UN UNLV. Um, Sun Saturday games. Um, Prairie Valley go to Texas to fight, uh, to play against Texas AM. Wake Forest and Clemson, Iowa State and Oklahoma. Oklahoma have to bounce back in this one. And of course, man, this game should be a tremendous one. Michigan State, and Ohio State, um, Illinois, Iowa, Michigan, and Maryland, Georgia Tech, and Notre Dame. SMU, I think they could potentially upset Cincinnati. We shall see come Saturday. Virginia and Pittsburgh. Um, Sy- um, Syracuse and NC State, Nebraska and Wisconsin, um, Arkansas and Alabama, BYU and Georgia Southern, um, Baylor, Kansas State, um, um, Vanderbilt and Ole Miss. Get at it, um, Ohio- Oklahoma State and Texas Tech should be a tremendous game. Oregon and Utah and Charleston, um, Charleston Southern go and play the number one team in the Georgia. Bulldogs. Let me get to the NBA games we got tonight. That's what I forgot to mention. The NBA games we have for tonight we have a tremendous one. I will be I will be definitely have all eyes on this one. Golden State are uh, Golden State is in Brooklyn. Phil, uh, Philly uh, Philadelphia seventy sixes go to Utah to play the Jazz, and the Sacramento Kings are in L A. to play the um, uh, the Clippers. Um, Wednesday games, Indiana, Detroit, uh, Washington Wizards travel to um Charlotte to play the Hornets, Boston uh, Celtics, and Atlanta Hawks should be a tremendous game. Cleveland and Brooklyn Nets, Orlando and um, New York Knicks, the New Orleans, New Orleans, um, Pelicans and Miami. And the game, I'm definitely looking for to see the LA Lakers and Milwaukee to play the challenge. The Milwaukee Bucks. Houston and OKC. Sacramento, Minnesota, Dallas, and Phoenix. And, of course, the Chicago Bulls and the Portland Trail Blazers. Sunday, week 11 of the NFL. We have Thursday night, New England Patriots travel to Atlanta. There's no way I'm picking Atlanta. No way. I'm going to go with um, Patriots to win big. Um, Sunday games, Baltimore and Chicago. This should be a tremendous. This should be a good game. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Chicago Bears. I really think what I seen last Sunday night when they when they play a tremendous game the way Justin Fields playing. I think they will get by. If it's cold, I'm definitely rolling with the Bears. But I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Bears. I'm gonna pick the Bears. I think this could be an upset. Um, Chicago. And Baltimore, last time Baltimore was here, they did lose. So, I'm going to go with the Chicago Bills on this one. Um, the Green Bay Packers are in Minnesota. The way Minnesota playing right now is very, very good, but I don't think Green, Green Bay going to lose in Minnesota. Um, so, I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers. Indianapolis Colts and Buffalo Bills. Our last year playoff wild card round. Buffalo Bills will destroy these guys, hopefully. Um, Detroit Lions and Cleveland Browns. That I have no reason to pick the no reason, no reason to pick the Lions. Cleveland Browns win, um, win a close one. Washington football team in Carolina. Ron Rivera go against his old team, other Carolina Panthers. This should be a good one, man. I go with Carolina Panthers. I think Cam Newton gonna come out if he's starting. I think gonna come out on fire. That crowd. Um, Houston Texans in Tennessee. Houston will get demolished against the Titans. San Francisco, um San Francisco and the Jaguars. I will go against San Francisco. There's no way they lose this game after they played last night. The way they played last night. Miami and New York Jets. Two horrible teams. I will go with Miami Dolphins to win. New Orleans Pelicans. I mean, the New Orleans Saints go to Philly. This Philadelphia. It will be no brotherly love in Philly for the Saints. I'll go with the Eagles. Cincinnati tr- traveled to the um Las Vegas to play the Raiders. Cincinnati have to win this game. Or they can kiss the playoff goodbye. I will go to Cincinnati to win um, um, in a close one. Dallas and Kansas City. A game that I don't even I, I just don't know who to I don't know who's gonna show up. But my heart is leaning towards Kansas City, but I'm gonna go with my gut. I got Dallas winning. Arizona. And um, Arizona and and um, Seattle Seahawks. If if car if um if Murray play, I'm going with the Cardinals. If he don't, I'm picking Seattle. Pittsburgh and the Chargers. I will go with the Chargers. I don't think they lose. Um, their second out of the last four. No, I don't think they're going to happen. I don't think they're going to lose. I would go to Charlie. And Monday Night Football, where Tampa Bay Buccaneers play host the New York Giants. That game should be a very close one because last time this was this was this was the game. Danny Dam got his name. They and he beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It wasn't with the um. It wasn't Tom Brady wasn't there, but we know. But I, I gotta go. I'm gonna go with Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I, I gotta go with them. They have to bounce back. They have the. Uh, a game like they played last this past Sunday I would go with Tampa Bay to win. We in pro I, I I would go with I'll go then win big. I, I think they have have to destroy the Jets. I mean the um the Giants. So that's been your NBA, NHL, college football and basketball and NFL picks for this week in in the sports world. Ladies and gentlemen, before we get out of here, we're going to go over the best and worst of this past week in sports. The worst thing I've seen, personally, was last night. The Rams get absolutely embarrassed on Monday Night Football. Thank God they're on a bad week, because man, whoever they play next if they was not, if they was playing next Sunday, they would be getting destroyed. I assure you that. But they got played last night against a good, good 49ers team last night. They got beat down. Matthew Stop can't do absolutely nothing. You got sacked through the ball. The right receiver was dropping the ball. They couldn't run. They couldn't block. They couldn't tackle. They couldn't do absolutely nothing. All three phases of the game, they got beat down. Then the best thing I've seen was the the warm, the warm welcome from the um, Madison Square Garden crowd as um, Duke defeat the um, Kentucky Wildcats last um, last week. Coach K, get that um, get that win and get that reception from the crowd. It was just amazing to see. It, it's, it's it's a special moment like that. This is Coach K. Final season at Duke, and, and I'm sure he will be missed. A tremendous coach, the team for 40 something years, tremendous players, tremendous legends. And, 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 and I, I believe um, there's no coach like him in, in NCAA um, basketball history. He, he's a tremendous, upstanding dude, very respect, very well respected, and of course, adored. So that's my best and rest of this past week. Now, we'll do it for this episode of Sports Talk Marcel, episode 61. I'll be back next week with another great episode on Sports Talk myself Marcel. As always, hope you guys be good. Hope you guys have a tremendous day, have a tremendous weekend. As always, be good, be blessed, be great. See you next week.